Brandon Spivey here, and uh, welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. I am doing Clearing My Queue today. I am reviewing the horror slasher film Trick. Uh, it was released on October 18th, 2019 on uh, Blu-ray, DVD, I think streaming on Amazon. Like, uh, maybe not streaming on Amazon, I'm not sure. But I know it was released on January 1st on Hulu, and that's where I saw it. Uh, it's directed by Patrick Lussier, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, he did films such as Prophecy 3, um, Dracula 2000, Dracula, Dracula 2, Dracula 3. Then he got his big break, I suppose you could say, when he got the chance to direct My Bloody Valentine remake. Then he did Drive Angry, and now he's doing Trick. And he's done uh, some television work as well. He directed an episode of Scream. Um, I, I'm not sure what else he's directed as far as TV, but I know it's two other shows. I think Into the Dark was one. Uh, I forget the other shows. Um, I can't remember. But uh, he, I like the guy. Personally, I like his style. His, his his filmmaking style is fun horror, so I like that aspect. He also works with a, a screenwriter named Todd Farmer, who I first got to know because he did a Friday the 13th movie. Uh, he did Jason X, probably the, my least favorite Friday. I don't know if it's my least favorite. Uh, I, I consider it a little bit better than Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, so... But I thought the concept was kind of fun, you know, take Jason to space, even though Jason should never go to space, but I thought it was kind of fun, um, you know, they shouldn't have played around with Jason in space, uh, that was a bad idea, but it was, a, it was a fun concept to think about. For a comic book, sure, do that. For an actual movie, I don't think it's a good idea, and it turned out it wasn't. But then he worked with him on, uh, uh uh, My Bloody Valentine. He even had a small role in that. And then they did Drive Angry together with Nicolas Cage. So I really enjoyed that movie. Um, uh, they were supposed to work together on a Halloween reboot before Weinstein went down. Uh, <laughs> uh, that movie, everything basically, basically was canceled before all that happened. So I feel like this is their Halloween movie. Uh... But anyway, let's get into the little synopsis they have for it. Uh, not much. Uh, here's what it says. A detective tries to track down a masked killer who reappears every Halloween to wreck havoc. Wreck bloody havoc. Uh, as I said, it was released on October 18, 2019. Um, uh, you know, I'll get right into the cast. And then I'll get to the scores and I'll talk about it a little bit. Spoiler free. I'm not going to spoil anything on this one because I know this is like recently, you know, it didn't go to theater. So some people probably haven't got the chance to watch it. But Omar Epps, Omar Epps plays Detective Mike Denver. Vanessa Aspilaga plays Agent Tina Mendez. Um, Jamie Kennedy is Dr. Steven. Ellen Adair plays Sheriff Lisa Jane. Uh, and the great Tom... Atkins plays Talbot. Um, so, there, that's your main cast, I do believe. Uh, there's some kids in it, but that is your main cast. Um, 
So let's get into the scores. Uh, IMDB gives us a 4.9 out of 10. Metacritic gives us 60%. 78% like this on Google. So that's good. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, here we go. 30% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 54%. So a little bit, you know, not good numbers, really, um, which is sad. I, I, I'll go, the beginning of this movie is crazy. Uh, they're at a Halloween party, um, and this guy named Trick, uh, he goes John Wick on a bunch of people with a knife, and uh, that was fun to watch and see. And, you know, then he kills... I don't know how many people he kills. You, but but the opening scene of this movie, you can tell... Well, okay, one thing. The gore is going to be wild and crazy. It's going to have a lot of gore. Oh, you're going to have a body count. You're, you're, you're getting everything you want from a traditional, classic-type slasher film on Halloween. Uh, but, uh, you know, then it goes to the hospital... Uh, he's handcuffed to to the bed. You know, Omar Epps is investigating, interrogating. You know that kind of that sort of stuff. He he gets out of the handcuffs and starts killing people with handcuffs. He gets shot and thrown out of a, a two story window from the hospital. And once they get down there to go to find the body, he's gone, just disappeared. And uh, it, then it cuts to like. Two or three Halloweens in a row where the, all these killings start to happen. Uh, eventually, uh, Omar Epps' character, you know, he, he starts to believe it's a supernatural thing. And this person is coming back every Halloween to kill people. So it's like his... He's like Loomis, in a sense, that he's trying to prevent this from happening. Um, and so they're just him and the sheriff. They're, they don't believe him. They don't think... You know, they just don't believe... Uh, so, in that sense, it, it is like Halloween that he's trying to prevent. He knows this guy's coming back. He's trying to prevent it. Uh, first act, I gotta say, is really good. Uh, I, I bought into the story. I did. I bought into this character trick. I bought into everything. I didn't understand what was going on. Is this guy supernatural? What is he? You know, I didn't really understand. But I knew it was going to be explained in that final act. And it was... And uh, I will say this, Act 2 slowed down a little bit. By the end of Act 2, it got a little messy. And uh, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm still enjoying it. I still, at this point, I'm going to still give it a fresh rating. Uh, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this Act 3 is going to bring. Like, I'm, I'm nervous about it now. So Act 3 happens, and it, it to me, here's what it felt like. To me, it felt like their original game plan, whatever they had planned, they just kind of made it up on the fly in that last act. Whatever they had planned didn't happen. That's what it felt like to me. So they kind of made it up as they went on. And you get to the act three, yeah, you're still getting your gores. You're still getting solid kills. If that's what you're there for, you're probably going to enjoy the movie. But someone like me, <laughs> who I love the gore, and I love the kills. I love a body count movie, especially with the slasher film. I do. I love it. But I also want a good story. And I felt like the story got messy. And I felt like the story went, went took took a few wrong turns. And um, 
got lost. <laughs> and it, I don't think it ever found itself. And by the time you get to the end of the movie, they reveal everything. And I'm like, I'm just... I'm like, really? This is what we did? This is... This is what it's about? Uh... I, it, the ending killed it for me. It just honestly killed it for me, and, um, and not in a good way. <laughs> I was like, they, they, they had, oh, they had a great opportunity to make this guy named Trick a, a, a possible franchise player, you know, uh, which I don't think we've really seen a new guy probably since Victor Crowley, um, you know, uh, you know, as far as slasher films go, I don't think there's been anybody new since Victor, since Hatchet, you know, and, um, look, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I realize, you know, if we're probably not going to get new slasher icons for mainstream cinema, but straight to video or straight to streaming, I think it's possible, and I thought this could be, uh, you know, a possible thing, too. Another thing is, for whatever reason, they don't, they can't seem to put a face on the guy that's doing the killings i get that he had face paint on in the beginning but you know people went to school with him you know what he looks like and and they act like they don't know what he looks like it's like they forgot i don't it's weird but but it all it all kind of makes sense in the end with how they explain things and what they did i just thought it was unoriginal i uh, didn't enjoy it i've seen it before in other films i it's not what I don't. I don't think anybody watches this movie is what they were wanting. Uh, and uh, I think Jamie Kennedy was wasted in this movie. I understand why they did what they did with his character. Um, in the end, I, I get it. I just, I still feel his character was wasted. It, it, and by the end, you're, you're at a point with his character. If he doesn't do this, then his, what was the point in hiring him? Anyone could have played him. So, and they do what I thought they were going to do. Uh, but it just, it's, it's, it's predictable. By, by that last act, you know what's going to happen. I, you, I hope, me personally, I was hoping it wasn't going to happen because I wanted to be surprised. But by, by that last act, you know, you're, you're to the point where, okay. That's gonna happen. That's gonna lead to that. Yeah, you know, you know how it's gonna play out. And you, I hate knowing how it's gonna play out. But for this film, I'm mad that I knew how it was gonna play out. But overall, I mean, it has its fun moments. It has its good gore. It has its you know good kills. I mean, there's one good kill in Act Two that I I really enjoyed. I really did. Um, but like I say, if you're here for the gore and the body count, you're probably going to enjoy the movie. You're probably going to give it a fresh score. But if you're here for, for that, plus a good story, and you don't want to get, you don't want the story to get lost, <laughs> um, then you're probably not, you're probably going to give it a score like I'm going to give it. Which, I'm giving it a 2.5 markouts. Um, look, man, I, I it, it just, it got lost, and, and um, for me personally, it got lost in what it what it was setting out to be. Uh, it was setting out to be this fun little slasher movie that somehow got lost and wanted to tell another narrative in the last act than what you were telling in the first two acts. So, 
for that reason is the reason why I can't give it to three or above. Uh, it's my reason, you know. I, I can't. I have to give it a two point five, and I'm disappointed that I have to give it two point five because I was actually looking forward to this movie. I like the director. I like the writer. I like Omar Epps. You know, I love Tom Atkins, and I felt Tom Atkins didn't have much to do in this movie. I know he's up there in age now, but his character disappointed me. And I was really looking forward to Tom. I love watching Tom. Tom Atkins, for me, is, uh, let's see, I'm trying to put this properly, what he is for me. Uh, probably what he is for, for most people that are... Uh, like, for the Die Hard Freddy fans, what Robert Englund is for them. Or what, for Die Hard Jason fans, what Kane Hodder is to them. Tom Atkins, as a horror icon, is that for me. But he's a little bit more. He, like, I met him, like, in 2010, I think. 2010, 2011, around that area of time. Uh, I met him, and we were talking about Night of the Creeps. And he said, I, he asked me if I'd seen it. I said, no, sir, I have not seen that movie. I saw you in Lethal Weapon. I saw you in Halloween 3. And I was going to say I saw him in something else, but I don't really recall what that is. Um, he says, go find Night of the Creeps. Watch it. Purchase it first. Watch it. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. And and I was like, I was like there's something about this guy. I just, I just, you're drawn to you meet him, you talk to him, you're just drawn to him. He's one of my favorite people I've ever met uh, in life. You know, as far as actors go, he's one of my favorite people. I've met a few people that I've really been drawn to. Uh, um, Candyman, uh, Tony Todd, uh, he's one. Um, I had a really great conversation with him. I know how much he wants to be Candyman again. So I'm very excited for him. And I hope it's a big role. I hope it's not something small. I hope it's big because I know how excited he was to play Candyman again. But speaking of Tom Atkins, I mean, the guy just inspired... I, like, I had just written a screenplay called In the Wilderness. And I was telling him about it. <laughs> Normally, I don't do that. I don't, like, fan my fandoms. I don't go out on my way to... But I was like, you know what? I got this little story, little script... Uh, called in the wilderness, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rewrite it, and I'm gonna write the share for you. And uh, obviously, I knew that he wouldn't play it because I'm I'm a nobody, but he inspired me to, like to write a character like that for him. Like, really, it's my version of Tom Atkins in that movie. The sheriff is Tom Atkins, and uh, it's it that's what he did for me. Like so, I'm I'm very grateful for Tom. Uh, anything he's in. I try to watch, like, he was my main reason to go see My Bloody Valentine. Um, I know a lot of people love the original. I did not. So, you know, I didn't really know who Jensen Ackles was then. Uh, uh, I know he was on Dawson's Creek uh, in that final season. I had not watched Supernatural uh, at that point, so I did not know he was, you know, Dean Winchester. Uh, so, I didn't know who he was. Uh... The girl, uh, Jamie King, I knew from Pearl Harbor, uh, so I, you know, she wasn't a reason to go see it. Uh, and but the guy, the sheriff, was Kerr Smith, who played Jack in Dawson's Creek. So you had two alumni from Dawson's Creek <laughs> in that movie. Uh, but you know, 
and Jack was a reason to go see it. Kersmith, I thought was fantastic in the role as the sheriff, as a flawed man, personally. But, I, I, you know, I enjoyed My Bloody Valentine. But I mainly went for Tom Atkins. I knew he had a role in it. And uh, anytime I see Tom in something, I just need to see it. And I saw that he was going to be in this. So I was like, and it was a slasher movie based on Halloween. And I really feel this is their Halloween. I think some parts of this movie was in the Halloween film they were going to do. And uh, I think they changed it up. But I think certain you know, aspects of this movie were in it. So I, I think that's why it kind of got messy in that last act. I, f I feel, I don't know, I just feel like they had to change it up. I don't know if Michael was going to start off the movie killing people at a Halloween party or not, but I mean, that first act really good. I give it, I, it was really good. But Trick for me is a fun time at times. Uh, it gets a little messy in that last act, and, and the reveal of everything I just did not like. Um, I think other people will like it. I think it's it's a it's a mixed bag as far as the audience score is. It was 54%. I think that's about right. I think I'm one of the 46% that didn't enjoy it. That the overall, uh, I think it's an okay film. I think it's a watchable film, no doubt. I think it's fun at times, like I said. Um, but overall, I just don't feel it's as good as it could have been. Because I know the talent level of the director. And I do know the talent level of the writer. They both do fun horror films. And this was fun. For a good part of this movie. It was a lot of fun. But it, ultimately it just didn't work for me. And that's sad. Because I've been kind of disappointed lately. With horror films. So um, I'm hoping Underwater changes things. But I did watch a movie last night that I really enjoyed. Called The Babysitter. Uh, Netflix film. Directed by Mick G, who I do not like, uh, but I really dug that movie. Uh, so I actually may review that at some point. But anyway, that's been my review of Trick. I hopefully, you know, if you've seen it, hopefully you liked it. I mean, that's what we all want uh, here at Smart Cat Movie Podcast. We want you to like these films, even if we don't. So uh, thank you for listening. This is Brandon Spivey. I will be back later to do a review of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Season 1. Uh, but until then, have a good day, people. Thanks for listening.